pray that the living Lord would show us his glory on this Easter Sunday. We're going to continue now in our time of worship by opening up the Word of God. And, um, and we want to invite us to uh, turn to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 28, verses 1 to 10. And we can get the lights back up for the message here. Danny, if you can pass me my stand for notes. And just a, a couple of reminders um, for our time uh, today. Immediately after service, we're going to have an opportunity to uh, continue in our time of fellowship and worship through our time of um, of. Uh, of, of potluck and um, Easter brunch immediately after service, and we invite everyone to take part in that. And also very special welcome, especially if this is your first time here at Imago. We're so grateful for you, and um, this is a special time for our Easter service at 11 a.m., Usually on Sundays, we gather together at 9.30 a.m., and we want to welcome you and your family to take part in that. And let's continue forward in this journey together with the Lord. But as I mentioned, immediately after service, we'll have an opportunity to just uh, uh, work together and uh, put up some round tables and share in a wonderful Easter brunch uh, together. And there will be some uh, children's activities and uh, egg hunt for the kiddos, so stick around for that as well. And thank you all who have served to really uh, bring this day together. We love you and we appreciate you and we're grateful for you. Um, usually around this time on our Sundays, we take time to worship through our offering as well. And in your bulletin, if you got one, you can see uh, ways that you can do that. Today, you we, you can actually just give right in the back. We have a giving box right in the back. And you can give online, imago.church. Click on give and there'll be instructions there. Or you can also give through check directly to Imago Church or through um, one of the designated envelopes there or even through text 84321 and follow the instructions there and you can give directly to everything that God is doing through his kingdom here at Imago Church. But we are so uh, grateful that we're here and especially if this is your first time, we wanna give you that special welcome to be our guest, to be God's guest here on this wonderful day of celebration and resurrection. And if you haven't yet, I wanna invite you, if you're newer, to go ahead and uh, check in at the welcome table after service and uh, fill out a connect card. We'd love to know how we can pray for you and be of service to you as well. We're going to continue in our time of worship by opening up the Word of God, and today's scripture will be from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 28, verses 1 to 10. La escritura de hoy es del libro de Mateo, capítulo 28, versículos 1 al 10. And you can uh, follow along in uh, English. I'll be reading in English, but if uh, you have a Spanish Bible or any other translation, go ahead and follow along in your heart language. But it will be in English on the screen right behind me as well. Matthew 28, verses 1 to 10. Let's hear now with open ears and open hearts from the word of God. After the Sabbath at dawn, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. 
His appearance was like lightning and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid that they shook and they they became like dead men. The angel said to the women, do not be afraid for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified, but he is not here. He has risen. Just as he said, come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, he has, given, he, he has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy. And they ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers, go to Galilee. There they will see me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you for your precious word. We thank you for the living hope that can never, ever be shaken. Te damos gracias, Señor, por la esperanza que tenemos en tu resurrección, Dios Santo. Lord, would you speak to us today in a way that is fresh, that is new, that is clear, Lord. We love you and we give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. As we've mentioned, we're uh, so grateful if this is your first time here with us. Um, we welcome you to Imago Church. Imago means that we're created in the image of God and that our purpose is in the image of Christ. And um, we're, we're just astounded. We're grateful. We're excited to be able to celebrate the resurrection together. And what gathers us here on this Sunday is Easter. It's this amazing event of the resurrection. This event that actually has the power to remind us that sometimes this life, this reality, can be even stranger than fiction. Even think about 2020, 2021, 2022. I don't know about you, but you can't make this stuff up. (laughs) Reality is even stranger than fiction sometimes. And if the resurrection is true, then that actually reshapes and redefines everything in our view of reality. As we sang even in some of these songs, everything changes. The gospel means that. That's one of my favorite definitions of the gospel. It means that God has done something that has changed everything. And that's what gathers us on this Easter Sunday, that God has done something that impacts our understanding of life and reality. The resurrection is the miracle and the power of God. It's actually the surprise of God. We gather here celebrating that now, because of what God has done, everything changes. The impossible is now possible through the power of the resurrection. If Jesus actually is raised from the dead, as the scripture accounts and as there were witnesses, then yes, indeed, everything changes. There is a new power that is in this world, in this life, in this reality that has been let loose. On Friday, we took time to reflect on the power of the cross. 
And on that Friday, the veil was torn. But here on Easter morning, the veil being torn also reminds us that God cannot be contained in the temple or in any kind of religious custom. But this new resurrection power is now a part of this reality, a power greater than all other powers, a power that will save all of creation a new power that's even greater than death. That's what gathers us here this morning. Easter redefines reality. Through the resurrection, we see the power and the promise of God, a new power again that we have access to. You know, this word resurrection, we can sometimes think that that's just a very Easter or churchy word or religious word, But no, the word resurrection actually has a definition. Resurrection just means this. It means the state of one rising from the dead. That someone had died and then they came back. Some of you may be thinking, well, wait a minute. Yes, that's the definition. And is that actually what we believe? That's impossible. And yes, friend, brother, sister, that's what we believe. And that's impossible. And that's the point. That's the point of Easter. That's what makes it good news that the impossible is now possible. These first witnesses, these women, these apostles, they literally witnessed that in front of them, the impossible reality. They were surprised. Now, I don't know about you, but who here likes surprises? Reuben does. Let's all surprise Reuben after the service. When I was a kid, I loved surprises. As as a grown-up, less and less, because I've gotten some unwelcomed surprises before. (laughs) But I remember years ago that a good friend of mine, one of my best friends, Jonathan, um, he didn't ask me about this, but I had come back from this long ministry trip internationally, and I was just very Um, uh, weighed down. I had a lot on my mind and I was just looking forward to catching up with one of my best friends and um, I I just wanted to be with him and, and hang out only to find that when I entered his house there was a room of 30 people just shouting surprise. I was just like not in a social mood on that evening. I just said thank you. Thanks you know with the teeth and everything but I didn't know what to do in that moment. Because there were people from different stages and seasons of my life just shouting surprise. And even here, similarly, um, I'm grateful for it. But last year when we had that pastor's appreciation service in October, I was ready to preach and then suddenly plans changed. And those who, who talked to me afterwards can tell how uncomfortable I was in the moment. But you all had fun with it, so it's all good. Now with a surprise, we really have two choices. We can accept a surprise or ignore a surprise and downplay it. The resurrection is God's joyful surprise. Will we ignore God's surprise? Will we downplay God's surprise? Or will we receive it and see it make us new? Resurrection actually means so much more than sometimes we want to make it out to be. And really, one of the only reasons to believe the audacity 
of the resurrection, as Danny was, was mentioning earlier today, is really um, the fact that it's true. There's no other reason to believe it besides the fact that it is true. The kingdom of God, this, this reality, when rightly understood, involves being amazed and a bit surprised. If we think we have it all figured out, then we're going to be surprised because on this road of life, on this road of new reality and new creation, reality will be stranger than fiction sometimes. Easter reminds us that we can embrace that. We can expect the unexpected. We can learn to lean in to this living hope that reminds us that even the worst things will not be the last things. I say that every single Easter, and I'll say it every single year, that's part of the message of Easter. The hope of the resurrection is that we could name all kinds of things today, all things that seem like the worst things, pandemics, divisive politics, disagreements, injustices, divisions, city challenges, state challenges, country, uh, world at war, all of that. We could even name some of the personal challenges that we've dealt with for many years. We all face those, whether they're personal, whether they're family challenges. We all know those things that just seem like dead ends in our lives. That those things that want to have the final say on our lives. Those griefs, those disappointments that we've encountered. Those thoughts that keep us up at night. Those thoughts that have told us so many times and sometimes it's our own anxiety. Sometimes it's things that are done to us. Sometimes it's things inside of us, those worst nightmares. We've all had them before. And we've heard those thoughts and those voices telling us, this is the end. But the good news of Easter morning, the good news of this morning together is the precious and beautiful announcement and proclamation and reminder that the hope of the resurrection means that even the worst case scenarios, even the worst nightmare coming to life does not have the final say on your story. It does not have the final say on our story because Jesus is alive. And because Jesus is alive, that means that you are alive. Because Jesus is victorious, that means that we are victorious. When we place our faith and our hope and our trust in him. And most importantly, because Jesus has a future, that means that we have a future. There is hope for you. There is resurrection for you. Because Jesus rose again into eternity. That means that we will also, when our time comes, we will rest in peace and then rise in glory. The gospel reminds us that there is someone who has spoken on our behalf. There is someone who has the final word, even beyond our worst case scenario. God in Jesus Christ has found a way to break in and to offer hope amidst hopeless circumstances. Who here has ever been in a season, in a circumstance, in a situation that just felt hopeless? I know I have. We can all make a list today of extraordinary things that we've gone through. 
those things that wanted to make the claim as the worst possible scenario in our lives. Though there is signs of hope every single day, for many of us these past few years have been very difficult. Some of the worst, perhaps, for some of us, whether it's with lives or livelihood or whatever it may be. But no matter how we feel about this season and these last couple of years, the claim of the resurrection is that God has done something new in Jesus Christ. God has brought hope. God has brought about a new beginning in what seemed like the end, a new creation where the worst thing is not the end of your story. But through hope in Jesus Christ, that worst thing can be a new beginning. This Easter is an invitation to a new beginning. Today can be a new beginning. And this new beginning stands beyond that worst case scenario, that worst nightmare and deepest fear or disappointment situation. In affirming what we did in the very beginning of this service, when we uh, affirmed that to one another, Christ is risen, he is risen indeed from the dead, we are saying something very powerful to each other. We are saying that whatever the worst thing is, there is something beyond that. And this is not just an invitation to pretend or to pour some magic glitter on very real situations that we go through, but the resurrection is an announcement of a new reality. An announcement of God's joyful surprise. I know you thought that was the end, but surprise, it's not. It's a new beginning. It's a new creation. It's a new day, a new reality where God in Christ has entered into our story and by grace and the power of the resurrection, God has made a way. He's taken an old story and made a new story, a new beginning. Today, will we receive God's joyful surprise? Will we accept it? Or will we downplay it, ignore it, and then just pay attention to that worst case scenario once again? Will we receive this hope? The hope of the resurrection has given us again a new perspective, a new reality that reminds us that the worst things will not be the last things. That's the meaning of Easter. In case anyone ever asks you, you can give them that answer. Easter means that because of the resurrection, the worst things will not be the last things. Amen. Amen. The worst things, even death, even suffering, even heartbreak, even tragedy, those things and so many more that we can name this morning, they will not have the final say. As the scriptures say in Proverbs 23, 18, because of the resurrection, we can take this as a promise. Surely there is a future and your hope will not be cut off. Surely you have a future and your hope will not be cut off because Jesus is alive. We are made alive with new identity, with new purpose, with new life and new creation. On that first Easter morning when the stone was rolled away, Jesus actually took a step out. He took a step out of death into new life. 
today, friend, brother, sister, will you take that same step? Take that same step out of death into new life. Allow God to roll away that stone. Allow God to roll away that block, that barrier in your life that has kept you from experiencing closeness and transformation with God. Today is a new beginning. And may we follow Jesus. May we follow Jesus and trust God to roll away our stones. He's still doing it today. And with Christ at the center and community around us, may we experience a new reality through the power of the resurrection. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. God, there are so many things that want to claim the final word and the final say in our lives. So many things that want to say, this is the end. This is all there is. But Lord, today we gather around this miracle of resurrection that tells us, that proclaims to us, that announces that there is more. This is not the end. Lord God, would you reveal yourself in fresh new ways on this Easter morning and on this new year and on this new beginning. No matter where we are, Lord, you run toward us. You're never intimidated. You never want to run away from us. Because of your cross and because of your resurrection, our story continues. There is hope. There is a future. Thank God and hallelujah. Amen. Amen, church. We could just go ahead and just...